Hello and welcome to another episode of Second Hand Stories. This is a place where I tell you stories. What kind? Well, histories, mysteries and unbelievable histories. Now, before I tell you this week's story, I have to make some quick YouTube related announcements and these announcements are these. If you enjoy these stories and you enjoy this kind of storytelling, then you can support this channel and these stories in a few ways. So number 1, you can like and hit subscribe. I think that really helps the channel and helps get the word out about these stories within YouTube. If you really really like really really enjoy these stories then you can also support them by becoming a member because these stories are um, they take a lot of time and effort to produce it takes also a little bit of money to edit and package and all of that stuff so if in case you like them and you would like to contribute you can always become a member members also get to come for live recordings such as some folks that we have over here and you will soon get bonus content and lastly if uh, you enjoy these stories then um, do feel free to also tell other people about it uh, make sure you tell people who like stories and like this kind of long form storytelling um, let them know that this kind of thing happens on this channel that's about it now on to this week's story a story starts in 2013 In 2013 there is a car that's going along the Delhi Noida Delhi expressway. Now in this car is the sub divisional magistrate or the SDM of Greater Noida. Now she's 28 years old and her name is Durga Shakti. Durga Shakti had recently become the SDM of Greater Noida. In fact at the time that the story starts she was just 2 weeks into her new job and because she was so new to the area new to her job she was taking a tour of the subdivision what she would do is that she would get in her car and she would be driven by her driver ramlal they would go around the subdivision and she would get a lay of the land understand the area and just get to know her subdivision now she had spent exactly such a day a whole long and tiring day going around her subdivision and finally as evening came she was tired and heading back home she's in this car on this expressway on either side of the expressway there are fields as she's in this car there's a cool evening breeze blowing in and things are extremely calm and peaceful just then her driver turns around and tells her about this truck that's driving in front of them the reason ramlal has brought this truck to her attention is because this truck is driving extremely erratically it's going very very fast down this expressway and it's driving almost recklessly now subdivisional magistrate durga shakti believes that everything in her subdivision is her responsibility including speeding trucks So she tells her driver to speed up and catch up to this truck so that they can tell this truck driver to slow down to get back into the speed limit. So Ramlal switches on the siren, revs the engine and takes the car quickly up to this truck. He catches up to the truck and then waves the truck driver down. The truck eventually comes to a stop and what happens next confuses and alarms SDM Durga Shakti because the truck comes to a stop and then the truck driver opens the door leaps out 
and then flees into the fields. SDM Durga Shakti had thought that this would be a very routine stop, a stop where she would merely stop this truck driver, give him a warning, and then that would be it. Suddenly, things have gotten a lot bigger. Suddenly, she finds herself in the possession of an abandoned truck that's been left in the middle of the expressway. Her driver goes to the back of the truck, peers inside, and then tells her that the truck is filled with sand. And he tells her that this truck could possibly be a pilot truck sent by the sand mining mafia. SDM Durga Shakti had spent very little time in the area, but her driver was well acquainted with it. He knew a lot about the area and he knew a lot about the sand mining mafia. He knew that they sent out these pilot trucks. These pilot trucks were the first truck in a convoy and their job was to go down a particular path and if they encountered the police or any other kind of danger, they would immediately alert all the trucks in the convoy behind them and the convoy would avoid taking the same path. Now Ramlal tells her that since the driver has fled, he's probably already alerted the cars behind him and there will be no more trucks that will make their way onto the expressway. However, SDM Durga Shakti decides that she still wants to wait just in case more trucks come by. So they spend another hour on this expressway. But just as Ramlal said, no more trucks pass by in that hour. At the end of the hour, evening has turned to night. It's growing dark. The expressway is dark and desolate. And that's when Durga Shakti decides to call off the wait and head back to the office. Before heading back, she takes down all the details of this truck. Then she makes her way to the office and writes out a detailed report of this incident. She then calls up the senior superintendent of the police or the SSP of the district and tells him about everything that happened. She asks him to tighten up the patrolling on the expressway. Now, although the SSP listens to her very patiently, SDM Durga Shakti can sense that he's a little amused with this new SDM coming in and telling him how to do his job in tackling the sand mining mafia. Now, what's even more strange is that when she had gotten the job, the sand mining mafia wasn't part of the duties that she had to tackle in her subdivision. She decides that after this incident, she's going to add it to a list of things that she would do. Little does she know that by adding this task to her list, she has picked a very big fight. This fight in many ways is going to be extremely uneven and it's going to test her to the very limit. It's a fight that's going to test her courage, her resolve, and her very character. This was going to be a fight that she did not know would change the very trajectory of her life. This is that story. Durga Shakti was born into a middle-class family and when she was born, her family wanted to give the child a very powerful name, which is why they selected Durga Shakti. And as far as names go, there are few that will be more powerful than that. 
Her father was a civil servant himself and it was no surprise when Durga Shakti decided to follow in her father's footsteps. She cleared all the exams, did very well and eventually was assigned to the UP cadre. She completed her administration studies and then found herself as the subdivisional magistrate of Greater Noida at the age of 28. Now, this was a matter of immense pride for both her parents and her father would tell her one piece of advice. He would tell her that from now on, you must contribute to public good without fear of favor. And she remembered his words when she became the SDM of Greater Noida. And it was one of the reasons why she decided to take on the sand mining mafia. Now, who were the sand mining mafia? Well, the story of the illegal sand mining in the area begins with the story of Noida itself. Noida was a city on the western edge of Uttar Pradesh and it was an acronym for the New Okhla Industrial Development Authority. It was thought of and conceived of as a city of the future, a city of industry, a city of opportunity. And its connectivity and proximity to New Delhi ensured that it was always going to be prosperous. At around the time that SDM Durga Shakti arrives in Noida, the city was seeing a boom. Suddenly, it was transformed from this agricultural area to a concrete city. Overnight, high-rises and residential complexes and tall buildings and elite villas and educational institutions and hospitals had all sprung up in the city. And with all this construction came the illegal sand mining. Because you see, sand is a very important component in the building process. Sand is used to create concrete, to create plaster, to create mortar and is used across several different building processes. It was a very valuable commodity and with this boom in construction and development, it was a commodity that there was never enough of. And that's where the sand mining mafia come in. You see, the builders quickly realized that if they bought sand from a licensed vendor, it was twice as expensive as buying it from these illegal sand miners. And so very quickly, just through economics, the illegal sand mining operations started booming with the city of Noida. You see, the river Yamuna flowed by very close to Noida and the banks of the Yamuna had a lot of sand. This was the sand that was being dredged up and being sold by the illegal sand mining mafia. Now, here's what the sand mining mafia would do. They would pick a spot on the banks and they would begin digging it. This was not a small operation by any stretch of the imagination. These illegal sand miners were very well connected, very well funded and very well organized. These operations were very well guarded as well. Each mine was protected by armed guards. Trucks would be filled in the night and they would conduct all their operations under the cover of darkness. They were well funded to the point where they had high-tech equipment, high-tech digging equipment, which they would use to dig out large volumes of the sand. 
in fact they were so powerful so impervious to law and order that oftentimes when the trucks would set out from the illegal mines they would be accompanied by suvs that had armed men in it to protect their illegal cargo now the effects of the sand mining were several and most of them were ecological when the sand mining began it affected all the agricultural area around it in fact in 2013 there was a shortage of vegetables in noida directly linked to the sand mining activity in addition the very course of the river yamuna changed because of the mining of its banks and the groundwater in the area was depleted directly because of the sand mining and because of all these reasons the illegal sand mining was one of the biggest problems plaguing sdm durga shakti's subdivision and as she sees all of this and realizes all of this she decides that she is going to make countering the illegal sand mafia one of her top priorities she remembered her father's words that she should contribute to public good without fear or favor and one of the best ways of doing that would be to take on the sand mining mafia head on so here's what she does she takes all this information and she goes to her superiors she goes to the district magistrate and the ssp and she lays all of this information out both of them are extremely impressed with how meticulous and how determined she is to take the sand mafia on and they tell her that if she does it they will be behind her the district magistrate gives her the go ahead to go after them and he says that all she should do is plan her attack well the ssp also tells her that he will guarantee her police in whatever she decides to do against the sand mining mafia and so she starts operation sand storm here's what operation sand storm does almost overnight they improve and increase the police protection on the expressways and some of the major roads in the area what they are looking for is to put out nakabandis in the night which will catch these trucks that are carrying the illegal sand in this way they catch a lot of these trucks sometimes there would be high speed chases as well these were incredibly dangerous chases that would take place in the night and along very small narrow dusty lanes and what's more is that it would sometimes be the sdm's jeep that would be at the vanguard of these chases oftentimes what these trucks would do is that while they were being chased by the police they would suddenly dump all their sand onto the road which would form a small roadblock and the trucks would get away other times the drivers would merely stop the truck and just like what had happened in the first time they would open the door get out and flee into the wilderness on the side of the road now as they start catching these trucks slowly news starts getting out and it hits the media that there is an sdm a 28 year old subdivisional magistrate all of 5 feet tall who's taking on this entrenched sand mining mafia 
it's an incredible story and it starts making headlines slowly this reputation of her starts growing as a person who's doing everything she can to take on this very illegal very corrupt system now as the media starts picking up the story the story starts becoming bigger and the government takes notice the up government sends her directives saying that she should go harder against the sand mining mafia now with the authority of the government she decides to do just that so far they've been catching the truck drivers and the lorry drivers who were driving this illegal sand and although it was making a dent it was still not making a dent at the level that they would like they wanted to aim higher to try to take out the very top of this illegal organization and now with the support of the government they decide to do just that here's how they do it they first send out two police officials who are very trusted and who are very good at intelligence gathering they go around the area and they map out where these illegal mines are slowly they map out the territory of the entire river and figure out where these mines are once they've done that once they've got this intelligence they put together a team this is the most trusted team that they could possibly put together and the best and most effective team and they decide to conduct raids these raids are conducted in the night and they're conducted simultaneously in different areas sometimes she would not even disclose the destination that they were going to raid until just minutes before the raid to keep everything secure to make sure that no information is leaked out to these illegal miners and in this way they make a huge impact and the mining industry the illegal mining industry is completely handicapped it's completely dented and they do not know what's happening to them these were very dangerous people to cross paths with and to take on to give you an idea before all of this happened several people had died while speaking up about the illegal sand miners these people were activists they were villagers and they had been gunned down and taken out by these illegal sand mining operations and sdm durga shakti was not immune while she was conducting all these operations fearlessly it wasn't like they weren't retaliating she had started getting threats from different quarters in different ways in fact this one time her parents were out in the market and a man had approached her father and had threatened him out in the public he had told him to tell his daughter to back off or else and her father displaying exactly the bravery that he had passed on to her stood up to this man and said she is not going to do that do your worst and so with the backing of her father of her parents and the system as well she goes on the forefront and attacks them harder which is why it was extremely surprising when one night she gets a call at 10:30 in the night it's a call from her uncle and when she gets this call she was fast asleep the reason she was fast asleep was because the night before she was out till 2:30 conducting a raid having slept in early she suddenly awoken by her phone ringing she sees that it's her uncle she picks it up and her uncle seems very worried she is 
a little scared she wonders if something has happened and if it's something related to her she asks him if everything's all right and he says he's actually calling to check on her to see if everything's all right with her she says why what's happened he tells her switch on the news right now she switches on the news and it's over the news on that night that she finds out that she has been suspended as she watches the news as it washes over her as it sinks in suddenly everything that she was working towards comes to a grinding halt everything seems to end she doesn't know why this has happened she's filled with questions and confusion she can't sleep the whole night the next day she gets up goes to office as she enters the office she feels the eyes of everyone in the office on her she makes her way to the desk and on the desk she finds that official brown envelope which confirms everything she had heard on the news her spirit deflates all of this is true she opens the envelope and she finds out why she has been suspended and the reason is even more perplexing she finds out that she has been suspended for potentially disrupting communal harmony in the village of kadalpur this is extremely strange to her because she had recently been to kadalpur just two days ago in fact and she didn't remember any of this happening she asks her subordinate to bring her the file of kadalpur and she opens it and she reads everything that had happened on that day here's what had happened at kadalpur she had been sent to kadalpur on the orders of the district magistrate the reason she had been sent to kadalpur was to request the villagers in kadalpur to take down a wall that they had illegally constructed on government land now the catch was this the wall was a boundary wall of a mosque and it was an extremely sensitive matter it was supposed to be handled very very delicately because of the religious connotation it had if she didn't handle it right of course there could be a potential disruption of communal harmony she had been very cognizant of this fact and she had treated the matter with sensitivity she had gone to the village and she had told the villagers about the order and to her surprise they had understood it and they had agreed to take the wall down themselves she was merely a civil servant who had gotten orders from the district magistrate and was following the letter of the law in requesting the villagers to take this wall down in fact it had gone pretty smoothly and she was very happy with how the whole matter had been resolved she had come back and written out a report which stated just that and suddenly she found herself suspended for disrupting communal harmony she goes to the district magistrate and tells him about all of this the magistrate has no answers he tells her that all she must do now is try to respond to the charges in the best way she possibly can to explain her situation and hope that the decision is reversed it's extremely difficult to understand what she must have gone through at this point in time she felt upset she was fuming she was filled with this bitterness that was fueling her anger against this injustice 
she felt like she was being punished for merely doing her job she couldn't understand why the system was so hell bent on punishing the one person who was trying their best to uphold it she rails against the system vents her frustration to her friends and her family but even after all of that she feels helpless powerless weak crushed and defeated she doesn't know what she's going to do next soon after that however things take a turn news of her suspension also trickles out to the media slowly small headlines turn into bigger headlines which turn into prime time news the case of sdm durga shakti and her crusade against the sand mining mafia becomes headlines her suspension is met with indignation and anger not just from her but from the rest of the country suddenly cadres of the ias cadres of the ips all of them start speaking out and start speaking out about how unjust it is for durga shakti to be suspended suddenly chatter begins on social media people speak out in support people start realizing just how much pressure the civil servants are under when they do their duties and slowly the people who speak up become bigger and bigger including the very prime minister of the country who speaks out in her support in fact in the august of 2013 if you looked at who was the most googled celebrity in india you wouldn't find sharukh or salman you would find an ias officer called durga shakti as this plays out by no means was it easy on durga shakti to have people who she did not know comment on her life and her actions must have been extremely strange to hear opinions from all sides about her was taxing it wasn't easy to keep her calm there were pressures from all sides requesting and demanding for her to put out her side of the story and though all these offers were tempting she didn't take up any of them somehow through it all she maintained a dignified calm and silence and instead she took the time out to write out a detailed precise and comprehensive reply to her charge sheet this is sent in meanwhile the media pressure starts growing and growing and growing and eventually the government of up looks into her case six weeks of uncertainty and turmoil end with durga shakti turning on the news one day and seeing this headline the headline was durga shakti reinstated with full honors and it was the last two words that made her the happiest full honors it was an incredible case that had far reaching outcomes for one the national green tribunal took notice of the matter and issued several strict advisories and directives that made it very hard for illegal sand miners to operate anywhere in the country 
also because of this case the general population was sensitized to the pressures and the rigors that our civil servants have to undergo as they merely perform their duties and lastly and most importantly it was a timely reminder of how much difference a single individual can make when they decide to contribute to public good without fear of favor and that is the story of sdm durga shakti and her unbelievable fight against the sand mining mafia I hope you enjoyed it if you did then please leave a like and a comment do let me know if there are other stories that you'd like me to cover in the comment section below this particular story came from the book women of influence 10 extraordinary ias careers and uh, this is by rajni sekri sibal and it's published by penguin if you enjoyed the story then this book is filled with a lot more stories uh, which i haven't covered and which you will absolutely love in case you're looking for a synopsis of this book or any other book from penguin you can head over to their youtube channel because they have one minute summaries of a lot of their books that you can check out that's it from this episode until next time take care and bye bye